0: on the show it's only good vibes talking about music from beyonce the tribe
1: in the world where it's always run why your boy kanye be tripping i don't know so we put it on the shelf listen to conrad when he brings up mental health is michael jackson really the king of pop there's no debate if you ask be shocked conversation so tight it be gripping you we love getting suggestions from our listeners do something foolish try and run if you can all you're gonna do is end up a victim of whose man's welcome to another week of who's man's podcast we hope you
0: enjoy it
2: i want to talk on this podcast about this covid test because that was some bullshit <laughs> 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 and i don't even think what you do she was laughing at me, too, which I appreciate. But, you know, they did a little nose thing. And she's like, I'm going to do it really good, okay? And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> doing enough, girl. Like, how good you got to do it? And she was just going and going and going and going. I'm like, God damn, how much mucus you need.
0: Was this your first time taking the test? Huh?
2: Very first time, which feels crazy.
0: Ah, but I haven't okay. had a
2: reason to take it.
0: That makes sense. So, it was my second time the other day. Um, Yeah, it's it's not painful, but it sucks. The the whole feeling just sucks.
2: Yes. Did you do the um, antibody test as well?
0: I didn't, no. Just the nasal swab.
2: So, they like, she was like, okay, this is next. And I was like,
0: what the fuck is that? And she was like, oh, I'm
2: just going to poke your finger. Then blood started coming out. I was like, wait. And I mean, you know you're used to that stuff when you were in somebody's doctor's room. But in my car, I'm just bleeding.
0: Oh, it the drive-thru one?
2: Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? She don't give me no band-aid or nothing. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> wait, what? Does that have me that don't sound bleeding? Right. Oh, she was trash.
2: She, I don't know.
1: little for me like that.
0: And it sounds like she didn't explain anything to you. No like,
2: <laughs> You can tell they was over it. Like shit. Come on boy. we did this about eighty times today. But I'm happy I did it.
0: And if y'all don't know, Brian is our um producer for the ceremony. I mean, all he's doing is, you know, it's nothing like huge. But uh he's, first he's of like, all
2: <laughs> I got my list. <laughs> I got a, a I got a whole page <laughs> of things I'm doing. <laughs> I got that list to start sweating.
0: Yeah, you get an advantage because you get to be there live. Yeah, I said, I'm
2: happy and I love it. But and hell, I'm I was stressed
0: out. <laughs> For, I, ta- I said this, my mom and I were like laughing about it last night. I I was like, listen, I don't care if we have technical difficulties. I don't care if people say, tell Brian, hey, we can't hear, we can't see. I don't care the wedding will still go on
2: sorry i feel like you say that now but i can imagine a scenario where i get cussed out (laughs) like why the fuck couldn't they hear where was the track at i told you like 23 (laughs) seconds why the fuck am i still listening to it like that's my nightmares right now well well,
0: thankfully like i haven't told anyone you know to To reach out to reach out to you, I I mean I'm gonna I'm sending out instructions tomorrow, okay. because um, I've already had family members asking to resend links that they didn't receive it when they did, and you know it's already turning into like... late,
2: <laughs> So I didn't know it was kind of obviously is different with or a different scenario with the virtual wedding that you guys are going through, but I know some other people are planning for. You know, small, in-person, or whatever you call it, different COVID-type weddings. And even outside of COVID, like, I didn't understand how stressful it is to, just for something small like rsvp Like, I've had three different couples this week just ask, are you, can you please go RSVP? And I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. And he was like, we don't care. Like, can you just go? And oh. <laughs> log up to the website and <laughs> click the button. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, God, <laughs> <quietly>. like, <laughs> sorry, but.
0: The emotions are high. I get
2: it. Like, you got stuff people dependent on that information. and It's just not something you can really guess at.
0: So. That's true. Cause the, the amount it costs for just like the price per plate mm. of whatever dinner you're providing, mm-hmm. that is important. So I could see them. Like, all right, <laughs> get your shit together. You can't, can't, can't tell,
2: right? Right, <laughs> if you don't know, well, now you know. So, a question for you guys Are we recording?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, I feel like you done this over a hundred times. Well,
2: look, you know, cause then, but um,
0: because <laughs> usually Ron does it, all
2: right, silence for 10 seconds, but <laughs> it's
0: been a long time. You too. You're right,
2: You're right. <laughs> um, are you guys like all set or are you still working through a few
0: things i just checked off the last item on our to-do list today and that was the getting a covid test brian that's not to say like you are so it's gonna mean that you're gonna be so really lucky being there live because my mom did all the decorations and it's beautiful like she was a creative director for this whole thing
2: i um, know she geek
0: She's 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 excited. My dad even got a podium because he's gonna marry her. Oh, <laughs> it got.
2: Well, y'all better send it, in uh, y'all 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 listening out there. Send in those. Oh, girl, the flowers are nice.
0: Oh, my mama did them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> poured it all her way.
0: <laughs> I've been bragging on her for weeks. So
2: <laughs> that's the first thing I'm gonna say. You know, these flowers are beautiful. Do you just keep these up all the time? This is
0: wonderful. Did you do this yourself? Oh my goodness. Yeah, she showed, she showed out for sure.
2: So wait, is it already decorated? Like, they're just living in it right
0: now. It's already decorated. She started decorating in November, like, what? little by little. Mm-hmm. She and I are very similar in that kind of thing, like, when we plan. We just try to, like, we plan it out, and little by little, we create something, and we just, like, you know, put our final touches perfected and all that stuff. Yeah.
2: Because it would have been Saturday about noon and I would have been trying to get like... <laughs> a that a <you> lot
0: All right, where are
2: you at? I'm at Walmart. I'm just trying to pick up a few things real quick. <laughs> I'll be there. Yep, that's sure, That's your tagline when we come here. Right. <laughs> Go ahead and start without me. Right. Come on, I'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> Play the music. Oh, wait. It's going to be fun. Sure. I'm so excited. I told my coworkers today that, um, you know, I had the honor of doing this with you guys.
0: And thank you again. I'm
2: time. excited. They were like, Oh my God. You, and you got a COVID test? And I was like, Yeah, they told me to. Like, this is big. This, <laughs> nobody's is going to be there. I'm, 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 I asked for this. And I was like, Oh my God. You, you're such a good friend. I was like, No, I'm lucky. Like, I get to go to the <laughs> wedding. And I'm like in my back of my head. I'm like, this is why you don't tell the coworkers nothing. This this is right. why I don't tell y'all nothing. That's what I wanted to say, but I didn't want to start nothing. Else. They
0: took it like a com- <laughs> They took it a completely yes. different way.
2: Mm. I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> Might be listening, Megan Markle up here.
0: So I would love to know how was the bachelor party? Can you tell me anything that happened or no? I guess not. I look wrong. Start. <laughs> 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 I just—I've been asking him like questions, like, so "Did anyone cry? Who all was there?" <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> the, the weakest questions. I think one thing I will
2: say is I was happily surprised because I this may this might sound weird, but how many weird things have I said before? I have dreamed about having a bachelor party for Ron and Evan. <laughs> Like I have literally talked, I've talked about that in at state. I remember yeah. saying like, when we can have a bachelor party, I got it. Like that may piss off some people, but <laughs> cause- because we also <laughs> agree, like you know, we wouldn't be each other's best men. But it was like I got it. Like I'm planning it. Okay, I'll I'll take care of it. And I still stand by that because I still think we will have some sort of. It'll be when it, it won't. Sorry, Tori. Let me, let me like get in trouble. It won't be a bachelor <laughs> party, but we'll have some sort of get together where we can celebrate each other. But
0: I, I feel you.
2: Like yeah. <laughs> it, ha- it definitely surprised me. One, because everybody's over Zoom and looking at mm-hmm. each other over camera. And especially when it's one thing to be over it, but then you get like 12, 13 guys on the camera and expect them to like see through whatever you got planned, you just get nervous but yeah. I I I loved it and I was so happy for them too and it felt like everybody there was so happy for them too but I'd be curious to hear what Ron says
1: because you know it was yours <laughs> no you did a really good job planning and we had a great time I think the turnout was dope you got some people there that I didn't expect to see so I appreciate you reaching out to all the people out there you know, and I think that, like you say, it was just amazing to see people show up, especially considering that we had, like, most of us had an event the night mm-hmm. before. So, like you said, you get tired of having to show up to anything, and especially because a lot of people are doing that work all day. So just really appreciate it for the effort that everyone put in, showing up, the effort you put in, walk that you guys put in, planning. Shout out to Donald and Conrad, too. I heard you guys helped out. So, yeah, it was a lot of love. I think me and everyone both had a good time, and I appreciate it.
0: What
2: about you, Tori? Did you already talk about your experience oh you share.
0: it was amazing so um a couple of my best friends Lindsay and danae um i know them from college and they they planned the best night because i had been having a rough couple of months um you know last year up until now with like family and, and work and whatnot so i just felt very you know over oh, the wedding was the most stress-free experience of this entire year so far. Um, but it was just work and family life that was doing to me. So they planned a perfect night. We played, we played games. Um, we, oh, I, you know, I, I just, I wanted to thank everyone. I just went around, around the room, I should say, to sort of just explain what everyone means to me because I invited 11, Women in my life, including mm-hmm. family, um, and they all came. And there was, we, we played like a 90s trivia game, like hip hop uh, version. And I, Ron, you will be so proud of me. I got third place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so,
0: nice,
2: I thought you were going to say I dominated. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. But... Third, third place out of 11. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because Ron has taught me a lot about hip hop in general because I've been having questions like, okay, who's (laughs) who? I just learned about the GZB, the week of the verses. So, um, so you know, I I, yeah, I don't know a lot of stuff when it comes to hip hop, but it was a perfect night. I thought I was gonna cry, but I was just so happy, and it was it was the best night ever. And I could tell that Ron was having fun too, um, during his too.
2: Can I just say one thing? like the difference between guys and women. It's the one post you put up on Instagram of like your background with the decorations. And the first thing I thought about was I ain't even thought about that. Like
0: <laughs> I don't have not one
2: idea of what a decoration
0: would look like. And and Ron, would you even have put up a decoration? Uh, yep. Yeah, so, cause Lindsay, Lindsay and Danae, they bought the decorations for me. Like, they bought, they just did amazing. They were like, they were the planners, planners of the year. But yeah, Ron wasn't gonna put up any decorations.
2: It was good though. I was happy for you guys. I am
0: happy for you guys. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Can't wait. Three more days. Um, did you guys, I don't know if you guys have, um, well, I know Brian. You're on Instagram, but Ron, no, you're really not. But uh, did you guys see what was going on? I think it was last week. The Instagram made a made a mistake and took away likes.
2: Okay, so I heard like they took them, that they took them away. I didn't know it was a mistake though. I thought this was like has been a test for a while, but I've never seen it.
0: So it wasn't supposed to affect all Instagram users like it did. <laughs> So, uh, because they have been talking about taking likes away because they want to take away the competitive, um, the competitiveness of Instagram and I guess the fakeness of it, which is too late for them. Yeah. But, um, <laughs>
1: but
0: yeah, like they, they made a mistake and did it to everyone, but it was funny because influencers, they freak.
2: That's their that's it. My <laughs> paycheck. Yeah,
0: it is. It, it, even though it was, it kind of, it kind of ticks me. But you're right. Like they, they literally get brand deals off of the amount of followers they have and the amount of likes that they have. So it was interesting because when likes do go away, they're gonna have to figure out a new engagement strategy. That is just crazy to think about. Did they ever actually pull a trigger for you? What did you say?
1: Do they actually going to pull a trigger for real one day?
0: I think so because they've been talking about it, um, for a couple, for a couple of years now. So I think, I think they will because I'm noticing a lot of, I'm on social media all the time. A lot of influencers will, um, are turning to like reels. So, you know, our Instagram steals a lot of ideas from Snapchat and TikTok and Facebook mm-hmm. and whatnot. I mean, yeah, Snapchat and TikTok. So they introduced reels. Like these one-minute videos that are literally identical to TikTok. Um, so a lot of influencers are using that now, and they are diving into posting more videos than photos. So it's shifting a little bit, but everything is all about views and likes now. So if they take away likes, I think they're I think they're gonna lose it. They better they better get prepared. So I read
2: something um somewhere else and influencers were saying like that's not even how we're paid anymore is through likes. But then I started thinking like okay are there different levels of influencers like is there a likes group and then a different group? Um, I was watching this move this documentary on HBO and it was called Fake Famous. And this guy basically Mm -hmm. did like an experiment. Is that the name of it? I hope so. All right. This guy did an experiment where he <laughs> picked three people uh, with, you know, you could call them popular on Instagram, but, like, popular in a sense, like, only your local, popular in your local area. And then he bought, okay. he, like, paid for photo shoots, but the photo shoots were, like, manufactured, so, like, it would look like they're on a plane, but really it's this weird place in L.A. where you can literally go a, into an airport hangar. And, yeah. I so, <laughs> I was that. like, what? People are paying for this? Or he, like, had a literal, literal kiddie pool in his backyard. and But he could work it out in a way where it looks like you're at a you know, a five-star spa or something. And that he was posting the pictures or having them post it, I should say. And then he went on the black market and was buying followers. But he was
1: buying them in a way where
2: it didn't look like they were fake,
0: I guess. That's a, that's a big problem. You wouldn't thing, get like a dollar right? at
1: once out of nowhere type of thing? Yeah, kind of like he, he was bro. like
2: manipulating like how quickly they came, how many he would buy. But then I was really surprised because some people like their friends started calling and saying hey, I can tell these are fake people which I was like, how can you tell they're fake? But um, I know, like, I get some fake followers on Instagram. Obviously, those fake messages and stuff like that. So I'm not surprised by it. But it was really, really interesting because it kind of walked you through, like, could they handle the popularity? What did they get from it? They all got, like, free stuff. Um, And then kind of, like, what was the... The end result, which was two of the guys kind of dropped out, one for mental health, the other one because he wanted to seem real. Um, and then the girl who was part of the test, she kept going with it and she basically was getting everything paid for free clothes every month, free jewelry, free trips, like influencer trips, which seems like it sounds maybe fun, but it seems like the most depressing thing ever because they just go around and take selfies. Um, and then, obviously, at the end of the documentary, COVID hit. So, you know, he couldn't really finish it in the way he wanted to. But that's what it makes me think about when you mention like, Instagram doing this test. Is like, at what point does lights kind of
0: it- not become so important? Yeah. What, the article that I read was saying that once likes do go away, this is going to, this is gonna mess with people who like mm. do buy their followers because there are still people who are kind of well known that you know have been known or accused of buying fake followers. So, yeah, but the the age of of social media is very interesting. I can't stay off of TikTok okay. personally. Ooh. Um, I love TikTok. It, if you follow the right people, it's so I've
2: yet to join TikTok, like you... and I'm trying to stay away from it. <laughs> with all of my might.
0: It's honestly the best decision to do that because I'll find myself watching videos for thirty minutes straight without even realizing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it can it can really be a little bit of So I I started putting timers on it. Um or a timer on it. So um and it'll tell me, you know, you are done <laughs> you are done looking so, at it for it. when you say you put day. a timer on like so. is in
2: I know I I've heard of apps that they have now where it'll tell you like okay you're done for the day or they'll lock you out.
0: Yeah, okay. it's it's like that. They they give you a few options. You can, when it says that you are done for the day, you can prompt it to say, uh, to remind me and like give me fifteen more minutes. So once fifteen minutes is up, then it locks out again. Or, you could just say, ignore yeah. the limit for today, which I have, I have definitely
2: chosen. <laughs> ignore the limit.
1: <laughs> I leave
0: it a fucking lot, alright? This is a panasonic. Okay, let
1: me know. <laughs> it's only 11 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, it's hey,
1: You know I'll be here. So I just
0: sometimes, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Sometimes I just, I want to, point to just to laugh. And let me just say, some of the TikTok hacks are really interesting. I... It is like that,
2: though, because, like, obviously a lot of TikTok bleeds over into Twitter, which at this point I, I have the same problem with. I can't put it down. Instagram, which is kind of been my entertainment. I've talked about it on the podcast, but, you know, you see stuff bleed over into those platforms and it's people cooking or in a certain way or cleaning, which I always find really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot right? about cleaning. It's like I thought my mama knew everything, but I'm gonna fuck her up with this information. Like mm-hmm. as soon as I go back home, i be like, you, you ain't know nothing about this. <laughs> right.
1: She ain't gonna listen to none of that. like, do it my way. Right. But
2: yeah, it, it, it will, it will get you. Have you guys seen the social. Uh, dilemma? No, I've heard about but, it a couple times. So it is. it is. I have, like, my main gripe with it is the way it's kind of produced or shot because they try to, like, have a uh acting storyline. I don't know what you call it. Like, an actual movie storyline throughout the documentary.
0: Like a drama movie? Kind of,
2: but not really. It's hard to explain. But wow, interesting. I know why they do it, but it doesn't really come across as well. But the information they provide as to how they how they not only get you addicted, but how they get you to keep coming back, even when they say they even like mm. plan for you to have like they plan for you, Tori, to have your your app that tells you when to sign off. And they plan for you to say, I'm going to give it a break for a while. And they talk through kind of, okay, how do we get them back to get a fix of it, right? Because all they need you to do is come back for five minutes. So I'm just going to check it. Just I'm bored or I wonder, I saw this one thing. Let me just see what's going on and I'll log back off. But they'll get you that one time and then they Mm -hmm. got you and they know how to keep you. Yep. And I just thought that it, it's really, really interesting. Now I get that little stupid alert every week on my iPhone telling me my times screen time that went up, so it ain't working.
0: <laughs> A weekly report, right? I'm like, I hate that thing. Okay, <laughs> so like, I
2: know. mind your bill.
0: How much is your screen time?
2: But <laughs> but don't you
0: get proud when it says it did the do? Yeah, then special. I be trying to think like why, <laughs> like what do I
2: do. <laughs> I know I didn't read this week, so what
0: did I do with that 12% of the time? Like, right, yeah. That's sad. <laughs> Speaking of uh, documentaries, I know this is a tangent, but I just have to mention it. So a couple weeks ago, Ron and I finished watching the Night Stalker mm-hmm. documentary on Netflix. I yes. first of all, I love a documentary. But the ones that I really love are the ones where you can just tell that it's shot really well and that the um i I kind of like the the limited series one the night stalker has four episodes i believe and it's about the the serial killer in l.a. it's definitely california where he was such a madman that area yeah all over he was such a madman there was no pattern into his victim like there was no plan at all. He was just broke into people's was this recent and killed them. So Oh okay. this no, this was in the eighties. This was in the eighties. Yeah. So there was like it was like a six month long manhunt. But I was just thinking when you mentioned documentaries, like there's a yes. ton of good documentaries on Netflix. Like a a Tory Have you seen that one?
2: Tori. <laughs>
0: Tori Tori. Rob, never I've never heard it? of it. Yes, no Rob, we did we watched it, remember? That <laughs> do you remember? It was the family in the seventies. They let their daughter get kidnapped twice.
1: Oh yeah. Twice. yeah. And,
0: and the guy had the <laughs> entire
1: family under his Even the daddy. Even
0: the daddy Dude. He had
1: sex with the husband. <laughs>
0: Listen, y'all should have watched me. Whoever I have mean, to watching, yeah, y'all should have watched me. It's been around. Yeah. <laughs> not, it, 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 it just through every twist and turn threw me through a four loop. Like when the dad, you know, gave Hello? him oral sex. And wanted to, not because it was like, and okay, then, I'll give you your daughter back, but no. Like, I wanted to. I wanted to. I think <laughs> that twice. That's what really got me. But what really got me was the mother. The mother <laughs> had the nerve to have an affair with him after what he is. after what and then wrote a book about it.
2: I'll tell you one thing, like it's one thing to watch a documentary <laughs> but it's another thing to watch a documentary as a black person. And be like, what the fuck were y'all on? Like we would I cannot imagine my yes. mama. One, I mean, yeah, I could be abducted. I could have been, obviously. Everybody did. But you got your baby back, and then you started a relationship with the guy you thought did it. And then your husband started competing with you for the guy who took your baby. And then
0: he took your baby again. Yep. Like, yep. what is going on? Yeah. Uh, yep. And that was was even better. The way that the documentary was shot was yep. horrible. Like it had the worst production ever, but it was so good. There were just so many weird plot twists and turns, and you know when it happened, it came out in the seventies. So the mother and the daughter, oh, yeah. like they're all, yeah, they've rectified their relationship and they've realized that they were obviously brainwashed during this entire experience. But
2: it was good. I,
0: I think but you know, to your point, Joy, yeah. I think in my <laughs> yeah. opinion,
2: that's what Netflix probably does better than any other platform
0: yeah
2: even not even streamer, but like any other mm-hmm. channel because they one they give they give time to the documentary, so it's not like something that is we're gonna put this together really, really fast, like even I remember Firefest documentary that came out. And it was like, who can get it out first? And I think Hulu's came out, or was it? I think Hulu's came out first. They were able to do it really fast. And they, I think they got even did it like when Netflix announced they were going to do one, but the Netflix one got you because yep. it, it took you there. But they, they, I just feel like they really know, they give you topics that you really, are like I don't care anything about this. Like I think a tiger king, where I was like I
0: don't care about. Yep. Oh t- I don't god. care
2: about this. But boy, if I didn't watch it in two days,
0: that was less than a. That was less than a that year ago. Not even a year early. ago that that documentary came out. Oh god! Wow. Yeah. I can't believe what a what a cultural phenomenon! Just, and do you that think that documentary
2: was? Oh, one thing I was wondering: like, do you think it would have been as popular without us
0: all being at home? Uh, I did too. Yes, only because I see yes. how we've reacted to other uh, documentaries. For example, Evil Genius. Um, but, uh, what was the the two men? Oh man. Um, it was two white men that lived in the Midwest. They had like real, like Midwestern. Accents. Making a murderer. It was an uncle and his nephew yeah. that were accused. Yeah. Making a murderer. Yep. Yes. Oh, that yeah. Was huge. So I, yeah, I definitely think it. It, it probably. Ron, do you like the documentaries. documentaries? Um, one like that was
1: yeah. I'm definitely watching a Murder Mystery. No. So I was gonna add
2: one. Let me just throw this out there. I saw the Biggie documentary.
1: Didn't like it. Did you
2: guys see it?
0: Oh, why not? No, I, I heard really heard said. it. Well, I so heard I'm gonna tell the, you why I good. didn't
2: like it, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm probably wrong.
0: <laughs> 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 <Okay>. Because <laughs> it gave you everything yeah, it. it
2: should give you as a documentary. It told you about his everything. It everything. It, it told you to where the boy been. was born, how he grew up. Uh, you know, his misfortunes. <laughs> told you about. He was a drug dealer, became a rapper, but it still felt like it was missing something. And I I don't know, maybe it was like, I expected more, which I don't know what more you can learn about the beef between West Coast, East Coast. I really don't know what else is out there that you're going to find new 20, 30 years after it happened. Um, But Yet and still, I kind of wanted more. Like, I wanted to know, like, okay, well, how did the relationship break down? And what were, like, some what was happening behind the scenes? Or was it stress? Or it just felt like they kind of, they didn't breeze by it. But it, it felt like it wasn't enough focus did, there. He, he was in the documentary. So he did, like, an interview. I don't know if he was, like, behind it. But he was definitely there. And his mom was there, too. But even like faith, like faith was in it, and they talked about how they met. But like I would have wanted to know about his first child, and where where is that mother at, and where were the kids at? Like I wouldn't want to hear from the kids, like what they're. And I get it, like that's your dad, and you didn't really get a lot of time with them. But I just feel like there was little Kim wasn't. That was it. Damn it, just caught it. Little Kim wasn't in it.
0: She wasn't in it. You know what? something. I feel like, you know how MTV and BH one they would like, uh they would create, they would make documentaries yeah. music documentaries behind the music. I think you know, two lives things like that. Either people are tired of talking about Biggie, or they, or maybe Lil' Kim is tired of talking about him and she didn't want to come because I just can't imagine her not if she wasn't invited, I just, if someone I, would come me she wasn't invited, I wouldn't believe it. I'm going to assume But I can't imagine um, her not wanting to to be about it
2: because I swear we get a Biggie Lil' Kim story every year (laughs) for some reason. And I've seen her and Faith have made up, so I can't see it being that. (laughs) I don't know if it's like his mom did. I don't know why. But for that not to be part of it in some shape or form, because they talked about it high level, right? They talked about Junior Mafia and all the other... I mean, even Jay-Z was mentioned, right? Even, like, um all the other rappers he influenced or he was influenced by. Um I I would have wanted more of that. Like, maybe they should have made it longer. Because, to me, you could have had a whole segment about just the music. I would have wanted to see Jay-Z. I would have wanted to see Lil' Kim and Diddy and How Was He in the Studio and Stevie J Hill. Like, all of them people who was there, they were the biggest thing going for... Quite some to.
0: time, so they didn't they mention, mention they', they Kim at
2: all let me let me not be wrong, which I probably will be, but they didn't mention her name. They showed a picture because she was <laughs> in junior mafia, but that was about it. Okay. They didn't even talk about like him and Faith going through their troubles hmm. and stuff like that to me, if you don't do it, and we already got the biggie movie, we got the they yeah, got many T V shows. To your point that it did countless documentaries. But if this is the one biggie documentary that Diddy is saying we see his mama that sat down one more time to talk about her child and we not gonna go there all the way, good and bad, like, mm-hmm. I don't I mean they talked about him doing like selling crap. They t- literally <laughs> taught had a whole story about how his mom called him or came to his house or he was in her house. And she thought it was uh she thought it was some sort of other substance. And she was like, Why do you got all this stuff around my house? And she threw it away and come to find out it was like crack rocks. And she had a reaction on camera today saying, Oh my god, that's that really is what it was and I can't believe I didn't know better. I'm like, if you can if you can talk about your mama catching you making crack in her place we can probably talk about your infidelity. We can talk about, you know, how that worked out with your kids. Or or okay. if you don't want to go that route, like, just give me time with the music. Put Jay-Z on camera. Put other rappers who were influenced yeah. by him on camera. Put Lil' Kim on camera. I mean, he literally was the sound of all these people for quite some time. That's, that's, I mean, I haven't
0: yeah, I seen it yet, but that sounds like fair criticism to me.
2: Yeah. But I was gonna ask you guys what what is your favorite documentary that you have
0: watched? I'll go first if you guys want. To. I have two, yeah, but they're the, the them same them. subject, which is
2: OJ. There is the OJ documentary, which was Thirty for Thirty, and it was it's titled um, I think like July Thirteenth. 1990, whatever the day after the murders happened, that's the title of the documentary. It's easy to find. Um, But it's like, a, it's no interviews, it's mm-hmm. only news coverage from that day, literally from sunup to sundown about how that day played out, because there was so much stuff happening around the world, or not even around the world, but specifically around the U.S. that day, the start of the World Cup, The um, NHL championships had just ended, and I think the New York Rangers won for the first time in a long time. The NBA Finals were going on. PGA golf, Jack Nicholson, it was his last, uh, or Nicholas, it was his last tournament. And baseball, it was like this crazy uh, time in baseball as well. So, like, all this stuff was happening in one day, and, oh, yeah, OJ took over the news. And then the other documentary around OJ is Made in America. Yes, it's 10 hours. So, enjoy it.
0: <laughs> but wait, it,
2: wait. it's split up in five parts. So, it's a to oh your point, God. it's a limited series.
0: The... Yeah. Two-hour episodes? Yeah. <laughs> but
2: Tori... It can be 10 parts.
0: Woo. <laughs> yeah. like, well, y'all watched Last Dance for... But big when big I head tell head y'all, it's yeah,
2: good because it takes you into it's called Made in America, and it kind of takes you into the why is OJ or why was OJ, no, why is OJ the, the person he is, and why are we or why is America responsible for this? And it takes you from like, you know, talking about oh, okay. the fact that the OJ trial happened after Rodney King. Talked about OJ not being black. He's OJ. Like it takes you into all of that information or all of those details, and then kind of brings you to today. Like this is what was created from that. I totally
0: recommend it. <laughs> well, my list is. Well, I'm gonna tell you, but I'm still adding it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can take it way back from my answer to some uh,
1: documentary series that I watched way back when I was younger. Well, not way back, maybe probably like mid-teenager. And it's the basically the hip-hop beef series where it just goes through all the rappers and their beef and talks about, you know, why they didn't like each other, all the songs they made, the reactions from the, the songs that came out. And when I was watching them, it was relatively recent news. So I was kind of, you know, just watching what was going on. But now, looking back, yes. this was about 15, 20 years ago, and there are a lot of hip-hop fans who so have no idea who these guys were or why they were angry at each other. It's just kind of cool now that I kind of had a bit of memory stuck in my head now from watching those. And a part of me needs to go back and watch them again just because I'm sure things I forgot. But that was I really a good enjoy one. having that knowledge in my opinion.
0: What um Was that on BT? Okay.
1: You know, I'm not 100% sure where they were. I'd like to say I was uh, kind of like, 13, 14, 15, so I barely remember what I was watching around then, but I
0: think they were on Netflix for a period of time. I don't know if they're still on there, but they're they're definitely out there. Gotcha. Well, um, okay, I'm just going to say it because it's true, and um, I'm comfortable (laughs) with this answer. Homecoming, a film by Beyonce, is the best documentary of all time. Okay. (laughs) Now my real answer, (laughs) like, is Best drama. <laughs> my, my, uh, I have two. Um so I like learn so I think cults are interesting. Um and I don't know why I like this but I have two, I have one. Um what I like is Wild Wild Country. Now this one is a limited series documentary, but it is so good. It's about a it's about a cult that originated in India and then they basically bought all this land in sort of a, a semi-vacant small town in Oregon and created their own religious cult organization and basically took over the entire city, like of, in, in the state of Oregon. Like they got, into themselves into politics, finances, they ran that town and their leader was this um was this Indian spiritual leader who was just really full of shit. He was terrible um and it just kind of went through how what he did brainwashed so many people. It's really really good wild Wild country it's fantastic. My second one um oh dang what was it. It was. You know, why are you thinking
1: of it? That actually, besides Old being evil, that sounds kind of lit. Like, if you get, this you ours. take you and your crew, and y'all just get in the city and just start taking over positions. Nah, no, they were,
0: nah, no, they were in the real <laughs> shit.
1: They were literally. That would be so bad if Ross started doing literally 90:00.
0: murders that happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, if you take away the
0: murder and the brainwashing and then you go get <laughs> your crew. <laughs> you are terrible. Um, there was one thing. If I remember it, I'll come back to it, but it was another one. About a cult that I think was—I'm pretty sure was on Netflix, Um, but I can't remember what it was. Um, Another good one, and I'll—and then I'm done. I just watched it last week. It's on Netflix. It's called "Tell Me Who I Am," and it's fantastic. It's really, really sad. There now, there are trigger warning. There are mentions of sexual abuse, Um, so definitely be prepared for that. But it's basically about a twin brother who has a head who gets a head injury from a motorcycle accident and he gets really bad amnesia, the only thing to remember is his twin brother. So because he doesn't remember his parents or his family, his twin brother who still has his memory, basically lies to his two years and tells a whole different story about his family on him. So he doesn't learn the truth until they like their fifties. And they actually it's it's fantastic, and I and it it's so well done that they really only put focus on the brothers. They they look like they're in an office building, some conference room or something. The camera's just on them, and it's just them two, including family pictures of them talking. And the brother that chose not to tell his uh, his twin the truth. When you hear what his does he tell is, him like on camera,
2: or he told him.
0: So he had, he, he, they were, there was a part in the film where, you know, they, they still had a good relationship at that point, Um, but they were in the same room and the twin who lost his memory was like, you have to tell me, you have to tell me. So that brother said, okay, I'm going to tell you, but I have to film it separately. I can't be here while you're watching it. I can't tell, I can't physically tell you face to face. It was that bad. So he. So the twin brother lost his memory. He had to watch his brother in the video I tell the story thing. of what happened. I know. Yeah, it's very it's very heavy, and I didn't. Realize documentaries that. I'm fuck to you right. like, oh, it,
2: like, it up.
0: <laughs>
2: they will get you,
0: man. They will. <laughs> <laughs> they will.
2: Can I make a pivot here? Speaking of documentaries, not really. Yeah, but kind
0: of. Go for it. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch The Crown? <laughs> I don't know Please. why I say <laughs> you guys. <but laughs> I definitely. Well, you know, you know, Ron has it. I have not watched it yet, but I hear. Okay. Black people went up for the. For the so
2: what people. I will say is, because, you know. I have never ever oh, yeah. really cared about the British monarchy. Yeah. Like I've known about it, I. Obviously, I know about it, heard about it, but it's just not something that impacts me. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't care. But Mm -hmm. I dated someone who did care and I started to really become curious, like. okay, why is this so like, why is this such a popular topic? And then over time, I started doing like research and then I started. I think it was around the time of Queen Elizabeth, her 90, 90th birthday. And I was, I watched like a documentary uh on um ABC that they were doing just about our life and why, you know, things are the way they are. So fast forward to the crown and, or not fast forward because it was around that time, but it was really interesting to see it like, a dramatic version of what I read because when you read the stuff it is so dramatic. Like it's some it's some shit. Like it's some real, real shit when you read it. So I say all this to add if you guys watch the
0: interview with Megan and Harry. I did. I Mm-hmm. basically told Rod,
1: I'm not doing him. So. Alright, we're not like the, the, like, the author <laughs> again. <laughs> 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 I gladly separated so I could do my That's thing. That's true. He did. I. Um, but yes, I
0: did.
2: I can't turn away. Like, it was. So. Yeah. I was around when uh princess diana was one around and then obviously wow. i was around when she passed away but i remember that for i couldn't understand it but my family loved princess diana and it it was just weird to me i'm like okay you know, i love your family so i guess i just like people but I was like why do y'all care so much about this one lady who is so far away from us and has nothing literally nothing to do with us but now watching the interview now I 100% get why I would say black women one and most Americans kind of felt for her when she, not only when she passed away but really when she was alive because of all the fuck shit that went, she went through with the family and then obviously the man that she was married to. And watching this interview, it kind of drove all that home because it was like, this is literally what my family or my mom and cousins kind of grew up with and heard about. This is what we're seeing in real time with Megan now. Except, you know, she has way more support than call it, uh Diana did. So Tori, I'll be quiet and I want to hear like what were your thoughts? Mm-hmm.
0: So what what really the, the the thing that surprised me the most, and I, when I say surprised, I'm not surprised at how they were treated because it was obviously they were they were very racist towards towards her and towards Archie. But the fact that they didn't. They flat out told Megan, "We are not. There would be literally no protection." And the way that they stood stood firm in that, like you really have to hate to hate us to not even protect someone that is a part of your so called beloved monarchy. And what I was kind of thinking throughout the entire, honestly, throughout the entire interview was like, "Yeah, dang, I wonder what." what Megan's mom is doing. is it—is she being protected? Like, is she, because I can, you can tell if she's a modest woman, she doesn't want to be a part of the line, right? So I'm not surprised that she didn't add her two cents. Um But I can only imagine what she is feeling right now, just watching her daughter, like, face this daily vit- vitriol. And I'm going to be real, too. Harry, don't forget. I'm, I'm not ever gonna forget uh, that damn. you were okay. wearing that Nazi band <laughs> on your arm. I'm not gonna forget that one. So you're still—he's still on thin ice with me. He's still a guy. It's still okay to acknowledge he's a great husband, but he has a lot of work to do himself. Oh so yeah. I'm I'm more pro Megan than I am pro Harry T- in this for sure, and pro Archie. Like it—the fact that the fact that that. Megan is a white passing black woman. Like, I'll be honest. I when I found out she was black, I was shocked. I said, yeah. "What?" I had no idea. I thought she was Italian, maybe uh, Latina. Um, I, I didn't know. I definitely didn't think black though. But the fact that they were so concerned with right, baby Archie's skin color, and, and, and people think that people are saying that oh, it was probably either Prince William or Prince Charles that said it and what really what really kind of annoyed me was that they were still protecting the queen um in another group chat you know our our resident historian and our friend group she made some good points like the queen knows exactly how how you know the british have severely impacted um first of all black americans number one like the fact that we even speak English now is <laughs> like we were colonized from the from the beginning. So it it's almost like and she made a good she made a good point. Just quoting her too because I find list from her like you know the British have made mm-hmm. their money by stealing and selling resources. They are not. I, that's why I I would have to agree. Like I don't understand yeah. America's obsession with the Royals. Like, it's, it's not like, uh, it's not like Cinderella. (laughs) Like, we don't live in that, in that, you know, time. So it, I definitely didn't like that they were so insistent on saying, Oh, I I get along with the queen so well, so well. The queen does not. Well,
2: I know one thing I thought about just. One, I mean, look, I'm not going to base this all off of me watching the crown, but it's also if you look at kind of the history of that situation, if you will, like how she became queen and how she's still in power. And it all boils down, though, to the fact that none of this is kind of guaranteed for them. Like, yeah, she's queen today, they have the monarchy, but that is only because they're. I'm Cammy, sorry, or whoever else is a historian, sorry, but it's only I'm gonna say this in my way, like it's only contingent on the people continuing to support that. If the people woke up one day and said, "Fuck this, we don't need any of this," like we're independent. I mean, Barbados just said that they're gonna go from under you know British rule if. If the people decided to do that, it's nothing that, you know, that family can even do. Like, even if the queen died, one thing I learned that was really interesting is like, if the queen were to die, and yes, Charles is next in line to become king, that's not a guarantee. Like, he's still, they still have to put him in that place or allow him to take that, that place. They can be done with the monarchy. Well, they being the, I think it, I think that's the, the British, the British government would have to continue to honor that because there was a, there was a famous speech that she gave during her 90th birthday travels where she was requesting basically requesting them to honor the secession of her son into her place after she goes on because there's never a guarantee that they have to honor that. It's just you know tradition, so they're gonna stick with it until you don't have to. So it's I don't know. I say all that to say like it was a it was really eye opening to me, um, more so in the fact that I understand because yeah. some people were saying like I don't get it. Like if you didn't like it, just leave. And if you ain't want to be a part of that, then why did you sign up for that in the first place?
0: Well. It's not, like, not, it's, not, it's not you're in I love with this person to her point
2: to right if i'm in love with you and this is what you got going on i'm gonna ride with i'm gonna sign up for it with you like i'm gonna honor it i'm gonna respect it um and i mean being in different relationships done the same Not i, I ain't made no princesses but like you've, you've done the same right you got something going on in your family <laughs> you 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 ain't all there or your mama only cook on Tuesdays or whatever it is like you signed up for that that is your you're gonna ride a dive be that's your partner just so happened her red head dude was a prince in this thing but I don't think enough people understand that it's not just that and that's kind of how we I think that's where the fascination comes from which is you hear prince, you hear queen, you hear all these things, and you hear palace and tiaras and crowns, and you're like, oh my God, that's what Disney sold me as a kid.
0: Yeah. There were white women criticizing Meghan and basically mm. basically making it seem as if she was victimizing herself, that she you know, gets to sit on the throne, gets to have, you know, Five hundred assistants. How many ever gets to pamper herself, lives in the palace, things like that. But white, like, a lot of white women just don't. They just don't understand. I, I just saw a lot of white wow. women that the day before the interview even started, a lot of white women were already voicing their uh voicing voicing their opinions and criticism of the interview, or even watching it. Makes sense. And then had nothing to say after watching the interview. Yeah. Like it it yeah. What it really came down to is that they had no one to protect them. And it's so easy for them to blame this this black woman yeah. and not realize Harry was right behind her this entire time. It was it That's was, the part. And like that that's the thing that me. got me. It was they didn't like wanna leave.
2: we were still beating They there. got forced out <laughs> we... Cause I, I love, look, yeah. Oprah. I've had my, I love yeah. Oprah. I've always loved Oprah. I make that very vocal. Um, I've had my issues with Oprah cause, you know, other things, but the, that lady puts on, she knows how to interview people and she adds the questions that were, that needed to be asked. She did check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I was even sitting here like clarifying whoa, questions. Whoa, <laughs> But what's your relationship like with your brother? You didn't answer that earlier. Okay, well, yeah, that's it. (laughs) And then, like, you know, asking them, you are a white Mm -hmm. man in a palace with a prince as a title. How do you feel like you were trapped? Like, how how does that work out? Those are important questions. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm glad he clarified and that. And then you, but when you when you hear I it from it.
2: them, <laughs> you think about history with even if you go to near history with his mom, which I think is important that that was his mom and not like you know I, I hate to say it, but like some other part of the family or not someone who was integral to like his life. But like he lived through that. He literally saw his mom go through similar things. But then you understand history. Cause I know a lot of people are like, well, uh, William ain't shit, which possibly we, I mean, Charles ain't shit. We all kind of know that. I think we all agree on that. But when you think about the fact that these people are, and I, I agree with them, like they are brainwashed, not even so much brainwashed, but like trapped because once this is over. Yeah. And once you kind of forego this, what are you? Like what do you do? Harry's lucky because, Mm -hmm. one, we all knew Harry, is a very, very small likelihood that he would ever become king. He had to, a lot of people had to die quickly for him to become king. So it wasn't ever going to happen. Two, Harry was always kind of the wild child. I mean, bad ways, like Tori mentioned, but also, you know, a dumb 20-year-old. Out there partying in Vegas and stuff like that. But I think it was important that Harry understood that, and it was all, he was always vocal that he did not appreciate how people treated his mom and he did not appreciate what happened to her. And I appreciate the fact that he honored or not honored that, but he understood that and realized the signs that his, this woman he chose to bring into this situation was trending down a similar path possibly even worse because of course we have social media today we have uh people who are have a lot more resources than what they had back in the day and obviously she's black so it it could be much worse than what happened with his mom mm-hmm. it was really eye opening though and i know yeah. i i I think for nothing less, like I appreciate the fact that Megan was able to speak about mental health because I feel like a lot of people got mental health in a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that like people got mental health in a yeah. different way than that maybe they've
0: maybe gotten bad. it in the past. Which, which,
2: because of. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: And then ugly... Yeah. A, what a, Conrad ugly, said, ugly white men like Piers Morgan shit on her for that.
2: It was something like fuck you, Piers what Morgan. You I ain't not say it like he I would.
0: Sure. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck Piers Morgan. Like what? Something like that. Uh. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, he <laughs> If you do if y'all don't know who he is, fine. he is just a very pressed, jealous, racist, white British man who has trashed Megan since she entered the palace. And turns out, three years ago, a clip uh, resurfaced of I don't know if it was a talk show, a Brian Graham Norton show, or something, but he was talking about like how he met Megan. Um, they were at a bar. She had two dirty martinis, and then she just, <laughs> you know, said bye and, and left to hang out with friends and whatnot. And I guess months, a couple months later, she ended up with Harry. So, sir, you have been press for three years. But, sorry, even if you, you think so about Paul the fact, like, you really thought said, you were in competition with
2: Harry? <laughs>
0: like, you thought, like,
2: she was gonna be like, uh, oh, you, re- like, those- <laughs> <laughs> you really, <are>. like, with Andrew, like,
0: like, like, bro, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> like, he, he is a terrible, terrible person. Like, he threw a fit. Oh, fit. Uh, sunday night or was it? no it was monday he threw a fit monday about the interview and hadn't seen it yet then the next day after the interview airs um in the UK time his co-host calls him out on it and talks about just how horrible and the horrible things he said And, and if you want to know what he said i guess you can look it up if you want to but he just didn't believe that you know um she, she didn't believe that she was dealing with suicide ideation and having those, having yeah. those thoughts. And it was just a horrible, heinous thing to say. The network, Good Morning America, they got 41,000 complaints, um, including a formal letter written by, wow. uh, Megan. God so was. he quit the show abruptly yesterday. Mm-hmm. Can't stand him. He, he, he's such a misogynist, like racist like he shits on women so much like he hates and women. i'll just say one thing and then people people we can move can on i wish
2: everyone would kind of put this situation and think about it like in your own world like yeah these are rich people very wealthy people who have problems that most of us will never face and Uh, You know, I don't think about having security for me and my family (laughs) to travel around. That's not a problem I have, but it is a very real problem that they have. I get I get how people can look at it like, oh, my God, like you want us all to cry for you. But if you even bring it down to the simple fact that you went into a situation, you went into something, especially for love. Right. And you were told that you would be protected because I feel like that that was the thing that stuck out to me was how many times have I gone into something where I was told we got you. You're going to be OK. I promise you will make sure you're good. And there's one time in my life where I can think about where I, it, that was a flat out lie. And to this day, still trying to figure out how to get out of that that way of thinking like not being able to trust people again and being able to like feel like I can actually uh trust a different group of people or a scenario or any environment I'm in like that fucks with you so I can understand how if you if you multiply that to now you're in the palace you are in the public eye you are being vilified throughout the country for just being like you ain't even did nothing she says she ain't even leave the house for a few months and they just don't like you because you're here like think about it in that way and I feel like a lot more people would like be able to give grace to this situation no I don't think Megan and Harry gonna start a GoFundMe that you need to go support but (laughs) I think they're good (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, they
2: literally I mean, $14. look, call Archie <laughs> and ask him for so... some money. <laughs> hey,
0: they <spent. laughs> right, Arch,
2: they set right, Archie. have plenty of businesses. But just think right. about it in that way, and I feel like a lot more people <laughs> call Archie. Will be able to take away stuff from that from that interview okay. and kind of apply it to their own lives. And and at the end of the day, be happy for two people who made it out because a lot of people don't, and we question
0: why. Yeah, it's like a cult for them. I was trying. So I guess that was a bit of Ryan, <laughs> since you talked about cult documentaries.
2: But I don't have another one, so you back on you, Tori.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to... I was curious about what y'all thought, and we can, and we can wrap this up, um, but... When did it come out? This week or last week that uh, Jay Z who, along with several other artists' own title, uh, the music streaming service that, that that you know, arguably caters more towards the artist than the user. And we'll talk about that later. But um, in terms of paying artists fairly, it is a good platform for that. But he sold a majority <laughs> of, if, correct me if I have this wrong, y'all, especially you, Ron. But he um, he sold the majority of the stake to Square. Square is a mobile payment firm founded by Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter. Um, and I, if, y'all don't, if y'all don't know, if you do know, uh, my, my lovely fiance, the one that I love and adore, he is a huge, huge <laughs> fan of Jay. So I got his approval to bring this up uh, beforehand. So, so he could be prepared for this conversation. (laughs) I'm sure he, I'm sure he has his feet. But since this news of him selling a large stake of Title Square, I've just been seeing small conversations come up of, you know, people saying, you know, can we like admit that Jay-Z is a sellout now? Um, and I even brought that up too, uh, to the guys here because, you know, there's always been people have had a lot of grievances with him since he part was since, uh, Rock Nation partnered with the NFL, uh, to help out with like the Super Bowl halftime show and helping out with, I think it's called the initiative of the NFL is called Inspire Change, where they were going to put, implement more social justice and racial justice initiatives. And there's been a lot of criticism with that because, you know, it, it, he, he started this part or they formed this partnership while CAP who famously, or some would probably say infamously, um, you know, in Haters, where he knelt during the National Anthem while he was with the 49ers. So when he started this partnership, it was a couple years after the the kneeling and whatnot, and people just kind of felt like it was a slap in the face towards, towards the Cap. And since that partnership with the NFL, i just seen some people, they're kind of, if they're you know, good, <laughs> bit iffy on Jay Z. No, that sorry, I feel like, Beyonce I feel
2: like, even
0: before that, people
2: have been calling Jay Z a sellout since the 90s <laughs> or early 2000s when, you know, Rock, a fella, yeah, Rock, a hey, Oh, they, yeah, so I, I, watched, I think we all watched documentary. my hip-hop knowledge Ron is and, uh, a few other people about the dissolution of Rockefeller and I think Dame Dash does about an interview a quarter on <laughs> what happened with that and why he don't mess with Jay-Z no more but
0: we won't go there <laughs> so I'll go, I'll lead over to Ron mm-hmm. <laughs> well Yeah, my question really is here. What do you think of the criticisms? Do you think, do you think it's fair? Do you feel like you're the sellout? (laughs) (laughs) So, I will say that my answer,
1: (laughs) I think my answer will half surprise you and it half won't surprise you. So, to answer your question directly, I do agree that the I don't, think, I don't think it's unfair to call them a sellout. And I do agree that he takes advantage of selling a pipe dream to the consumers to get them to buy into something, knowing full and well that what a what full intentions with are. Now at the same time, I think that anyone who really buys into these things and believes that the things that Jay-Z says, when he talks about these businesses, I mean, you got to no one to blame it with yourself. It's not a guy who has ever had a track record of being an honest person. We're talking about the guy who's admitted to selling drugs, stabbing people, Being a bad business person, literally every friend he's ever had in the business world no longer works for him.
0: I mean, at the end of the
1: day, if you make your life decisions based (laughs) on Jay-Z telling you what you should be doing, you can't be mad when he hustles you. This is a dude who says, I'm a hustler. I'm a business man. All right? So don't get mad at him for doing what he says he's going to do.
0: People think that Mm -hmm. he could change or people can change in general.
1: And I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with thinking that, but I also don't understand why are you people assuming that this is what he will do. I don't think I've yeah. heard any type of indication I, personally I that makes me believe agree. that Jay Z is any different than he was business wise a decade, two decades ago. Well,
2: okay, Tori, don't get
0: mad at me, but I mean, some people would say Beyonce in the same way. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding.
2: I- <laughs> but. <laughs> But if I could say like for
1: the
0: Ooh, for this uh,
2: sell off I don't understand how this equates to z being like sell out because all of the original who are all rich I mean to begin with you could, we don't gotta talk about that though but they all win from this deal they got millions from the sell. Um and this is very much Jay Z. Like
0: this is to, I I'm I'm one of the ones who I'm like. Hey. But so okay, so maybe I don't know how ownership works. But is mm, public, it technically considered a black owned I think company, it was
2: considered a majority black owned company. I think you can say that.
0: I personally have never thought of it as such. Yeah, so I just wonder I wonder if that's what it has to do with selling to to Jack Dorsey. And and also Tidal has received many criticism in general because behind the scenes their their team is very, very white. There there aren't many minorities in general, um, on their teams. And also, you know, as an app, Tidal just is not user friendly. At least it wasn't for me. Um it like that's why I said it caters more to the artist than it does to the user. Um So I get, you know, I just, I just brought that up because, um, it just, I think people expect, I think people just expect too much from him. (laughs) I think people just expect too much from him to believe that he is going to change, like he's going to implement some kind of change in a social justice, racial justice way. There's no way, and I will say the same thing about Beyonce. That's why I'm kind of glad that she doesn't, that she kind of keeps quiet with that stuff because it's like with, with celebrities and rich people in general, they, at, at some point, they stop understanding sort of the nuances of what we are dealing with from a racial justice standpoint. And I, I just, I, when, when I found out that he was partnering, Iraq Nation mm-hmm. was partnering with the NFL. I was like, okay, what are a couple of black performances going to do? <laughs> what is this? like you literally had you literally made Jasmine Sullivan sing the national anthem with like
2: Eric Church. Even Eric was like, wait, me? <laughs> <laughs> Eric what? Church? What, what? Right, like
0: the so, run, you the just run, something
2: that of, really of made generation? me
0: think. like what and I I don't know if it was me getting older no,
2: or me being slapped in the face so many times with like duh. But I feel like we need to like lose those expectations because,
0: because
2: every single time they're gonna prove to us that they're people just like yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And it feels a lot better when you don't have any expectations and they do something that's pretty good, but it hurts like hell when you have high expectations and they prove you wrong every single time. Like, I'll give an example. Close to home, Beyonce, right? This is good, Tori. Okay, don't hurt me. But I think it's really good. Like Beyonce has this whole Parkwood brand, making deals with Adidas and you you see every it feel like everybody wear Ivy Park. Like, I don't even know where they all find it at this point. Cause I don't find it nowhere, but she put a black man as CEO, if you can right? She has yeah. a black publicist who's very popular, who's been around for quite some time. She has a, a diverse leadership team. I only noticed because I read like an article, uh, from uh the CEO of Parkwood, Steve Parman,
0: I think is his name, um, uh, and I think that is cool, like putting people in
2: place of power that normally wouldn't get that opportunity. And and one, in especially in Steve's case, has been passed over many times for pow- or powerful positions, even though he has the resume to be a top 500 company CEO. But he hasn't been given the opportunity. So I appreciate that. In Jay-Z's case, I've only heard that J.D. is an asshole and a true businessman, and he's only told me that. Like, <laughs> I'm here to make money, I'm a business, <laughs> businessman, not a businessman. So, like, I've only heard that from him, so my expectation is that he's going to do the bare minimum. So, even, like, when the NFL made that announcement, immediately I thought, oh... This yeah. is gonna work out somewhere into one of his businesses. This is gonna make him more money. Never did I think like somebody said, Oh, well, going will get a job now. Yeah. No, no. Come on. Like, why'd you
0: think that? <laughs> would you Well, <laughs> well what I think and I think and I do agree. I think that's fair. I think that what really kills what frustrates me about J D is that he He knows he's lying, like when he says he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, implement change or whatnot within NFL or whatnot. He knows he's lying because he knows that people are impressionable and people believe him. So it's like, dang, like that's, that's kind of what really, like, really pisses me off more so because maybe he really thinks what he's doing is going to do something, but I, I, I think he, he just knows how to work people. Knows how to work his fans, who are impressionable, because yeah. um, he still has people, you know, supporting him just for the fact that he's a black man, you know, supposedly going to do something, you know, something monumental within the NFL. Um, so it's like, I mean, if you just want to say that you want to have cool halftime performances, just say that. You don't have to mask it as you're this social justice warrior.
1: I think he does though, He he he's doing it. Well, I don't say like he does because that's the only option. But I think he's doing it because he knows that that's what's hot, yeah. and and that's what's going to get him both clout yeah, and and i you
0: know. I personally that's what I have a problem. But with you know it.
1: what? Like, I me. I do he admit
0: that I still really. support Jay Z. moneymaker.
2: If he brought out an album, album, he got something I can afford. One, I mean, I never signed up for titles because I heard the, oh yeah, music issues. wise, and one I can barely work my phone <laughs> so. I definitely couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, I'm I'm gonna wait till y'all figure it out so I can sign up for it. Um, I heard, I know he has like that new mare company that's launching, the monochrome or something. And, you know, I got friends who like that, so I would like to support. (laughs) (laughs) But, um,
0: I feel like that's, I don't know, like, I don't know if this is weird to say because Jay Z
2: will, Probably never know who I am, but i I always still. I always still look at him like that's still a yeah. black
0: man trying to do more. And if he can do, I guess money. Yeah. What is he doing? That's more. Yeah. Like, what is he doing for this money, though? And I don't know He's if that's doing something I'll so. just have to figure out or how I have to live with.
2: But it's like with many black people, like, this way off subject, but like, I'm always <laughs> going to root for Tiger Woods, even though Tiger Woods, Woods maybe will never root for me. I'm always going to, I'm uh. trying to think of
0: another black person
2: that may let you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, yeah. Mm. Like,
2: uh, what's her name? Candace Woods.
0: Is there a limit,
2: though, to uh, who the, you'll root for? No, always. She's starting a new talk show. I ain't watching. Just to say I watch i ain't doing yeah, that I don't like, like i don't go that far if you yeah. if you actively yeah. are against yeah. my people i won't do it but then it makes it sound <laughs> like if you <laughs> silently against my people i will do it but i'm mm-hmm. look i'm in therapy too all right i'm trying to work through this stuff <laughs> i feel like with jb like you know his story you know where he came from and goddamn it, he's he making, he's doing what he said he was gonna do, and all the white people are trying to give him money. Take the white, take the white man's money. But I would like to see him turn it
0: back to us and give it to us. But then he's giving more white people money, though. Hey, Tori, if you only gonna ask he your questions, why people more money?
2: Though? <laughs> or are we out of the talk? In
0: the I'm sorry. But no, I I think you're right. It comes down to you just can't have high expectations anymore. Like, you know, growing up as a teenager, I used to idolize celebrities up until my twenties. And then I realized, dang, as as you start paying your own bills, you'd be like, dang.
2: Because it's not to that point
0: that what you kind that of that? understand it.
2: Like, okay, this person is putting no money into your pocket, but you are literally,
0: they, like, I remember, dang, it's probably going to be embarrassing,
2: but, mm-hmm. like, when I was in high school, and I hate to say it, but even, like, a little bit to after college, if you were a favorite
0: of mine or someone I thought I should support
2: every album, every magazine, every, and just think about the magazines for a, if I buy that magazine, I'm not putting no money yeah. in that black person's pocket, I'm putting it in the pocket. So that's where my thinking was, so the point, like, when you get that mm-hmm. white bill, that mortgage mm-hmm. bill, that water bill, the gas bill, they all come every month, and Janet mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, Barack Obama, Jay the outside, none of them come. And are like, hey, I got this one for you. <laughs> then you start thinking of it differently. Like, okay, you got a nice tune, but you ain't put nothing on none of this stuff. Right. So what am I doing? I don't know what it would say, but just a reminder.
0: Thank
2: you. Have they paid for your light bill this month? <laughs> what?
0: hey congrats i guess (laughs) yep so it sounds like we're all kind (coughs) of under the same under the same sort of uh page as far as this whole jay business but oh my gosh did we even talk about oh lord we didn't even talk about conrad we didn't even acknowledge conrad I miss my boy. Not being, uh, not being. At least he <laughs> remembers, you know, so. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yes, Conrad, um, wasn't able to make it tonight, but. I We um, did want to make sure we oh touched on the positivity, uh, to wrap things up. Yeah, I wrote that. Okay! <laughs> Janet vibes to do it. Okay, fair enough. So uh Conrad Conrad normally does a <laughs> close nice synopsis after he reads a quote. I'm not gonna figure yeah, that shit out right. and then you guys take for it what you will. <laughs> 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 because I didn't I didn't I didn't prepare. So this is a quote by Alex L. What is for me will not miss me. I do not have to chase behind anything or anyone. If it's meant for me, it will be mine. I will keep working on myself in the meantime. I am showing up to do the work and I will be ready to receive all I things like that are divinely created. I miss you, Conrad. Blow yeah. oh, this <laughs> yeah, miss you, Conrad. Get some rest. Oh, this was fun. <laughs> As he's saving the world daily. Really. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Good job. Love you more. See more days. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what we do now? <laughs> so, I'm. Um... Alright, y'all. Let's <laughs> go ahead and get out of here. Because <laughs> usually, usually Ron does this. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess I was kind of just sitting back to him. But Yep, yeah, I'll go ahead and take us out of here. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the Who's Man's Podcast. Y'all if y'all want to catch us with any topics or suggestions, or if you want to come on and talk about something, feel free to hit us up. We got the Who's Man's Podcast at com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Who's Man's Podcast. Y'all can get at us individually. Text us if y'all know us. Feel free. We haven't had a, um, a new guest in a minute, so if you haven't been on and you want to come through, feel free to holler at us. You know, to get your new yeah. on you. Until then, peace out. One love. Conrad, we miss you. We'll see you next week. Well, not, maybe not next week, but we'll see <laughs> y'all in a little bit. Y'all know how it is.
2: Was <laughs> Bye.